tracks around Australia. Here's Inside Motorsport. Thanks for joining us again this week. We have all the excitement from the Honda Indy. Listen to the music now. Turn up your radio. Also on this week's show, we catch up with Ben Beasley from the Sydney International Motor Show. And Wade Auger will be along with all the information from Parramatta City Raceway last Saturday night. Stay with us as we give you all the motorsport from across Australia. Ravel Steering is Canberra's longest established steering and suspension specialist. With their experience, there are no better people to turn to for shock absorbers, TRW tie rod ends and ball joints, polyurethane suspension bushes and the famous King Springs. Ravel Steering offer a range of wheel alignment and balancing, so call today to find out why your vehicle's steering and suspension can be maintained or improved by Ravel Steering. 28 Mort Street, Braddon, phone 6247-7711. On a huge weekend of FedEx Champ Car Racing on the Gold Coast, it was Dario Franchitti who picked up pole position on Saturday. I guess uh, qualifying really just trying to get a clear lap on the first set of tyres. Uh, flat spotted them pretty good. Came back in, there was a red flag for some reason. We moved back down to fifth place, I think. So, uh, new set of tyres again for the, you know, the second set. Didn't manage to go much quicker. And then it was my last sort of time lap. I only had enough fuel for one more lap. And I thought, okay, this is it. I've got a just maximum attack. And I, I made, I think, one mistake. I didn't break too early. And then so on the back section of the straight going down the seafront, I just attacked everything, just hit every curb. I was turning in, it was one corner, I turned in both front wheels locked. It was definitely the, the wildest qualifying lap I've ever done. I just, just held on. Uh, maybe if I'd have sat back a bit, I'd have went quicker, who knows, but I just I just had to attack. And um, a great result for myself, uh, Honda, Firestone, and uh, Team Colgreen. But on Sunday, it was the FedEx car champion who managed to pick up the victory at the Honda Indy. Obviously, it was great to, to, to be back in Winner's Circle in a place like this that I love so much. Uh, I obviously think I'm a good driver, but this place seems to be uh, built around my driving style. I like it so much and I was very disappointed yesterday when, uh, when Dario nipped me for the pole. Uh, and I was basically forced to, to watch uh, from the timing stand because my car was broken. So um, it's, it's obviously an amazing satisfaction today to, to go home with a big, big trophy, especially because in the past two years I had the speed, but I didn't have the luck on my side. And today everything went smoothly and well. And so I'm very, very Second place was the pole sitter, Dario Franchitti. Had a, a great time here on the Gold Coast. Uh, we arrived, uh, Greg Moore, myself, his friend Al, arrived uh, a week ago on Wednesday. So we've, we've had a lot of fun. Uh, 
like to say thanks to Crusher, to Roscoe for showing me a good time. We've just had a ball. It's been great. Uh, unfortunately, it all had to end last Sunday when, when the build up to the race and we had to get serious for a couple of days. Um, yeah, it's been it's just a lovely place to be. It's uh, been a lot of fun and uh, this is a great end to the, the, the whole couple of weeks. It would be a lot better if I was sitting just here, but you know, you can't win all the time. It moves us up to second in the championship, which is uh, what we tried to achieve today. And um, I think we, we pushed Alex pretty hard. We had a, a good race and we were just a little bit step ahead of the rest of the people. But uh, second's good and we're going to go to Fontana, try and score some points and uh, keep second in the championship. And third place, coming back from horrendous crash last season, was Christian Fittipaldi. Hey, it's, it's, there's no doubt that it's a huge difference from last year. Uh, we had a pretty tough time over here, and uh, I'm I'm very happy with the way the weekend went. At the same time, I'm a little bit upset because I, I really thought I had a very good shot at it today, and uh, I wanted to win this race very, very badly. And I, I gave it all, all I had, like in stint two, when uh, after I had gone by Tracy, uh, I, I ran the whole time 110%, trying to keep up with uh, these two, but unfortunately, uh, maybe even for obvious reasons, they were uh, a little bit quicker than I was, and uh, both of them drove a hell of a race, they didn't make any mistakes, and uh, I just couldn't keep up with them, like I couldn't keep up with them, but still, I'm, I'm very, very happy to, to finish third, and uh, it's, it's good to be performing very well the last two races, and hopefully we can go into the last race even better, and uh, start next year on a high note. Joining us from the Sydney Motor Show is our good friend Ben Beasley. And Ben, it's really been a change in uh, the way the Motor Show has run for quite some time. And Holden has stood everyone on its ear with its two-door. That's correct. Uh, going back to your first question, it is run this time by the Federal Chamber of Automotive Industry. And that's like the, uh, the government watchdog, as you might say, of the automotive industry. They uh, consult the government on everything to do automotive matters, which is cars and motorbikes. And... Um, they thought, you know, the best uh, people to run it was them. Uh, a couple called The Strangers used to run it, and they ran it for 20 years. They sort of retired, and the industry itself is now running the show itself, which has um, been a huge boost because it's actually provided quite a little bit more money to publicise it, as well as um, get the manufacturers to send the absolute best of what they've got, and that is exactly what's happened. Um, Volkswagen come here with the new Beetle, um, Audi came here with a new TT Coupe, uh, Ford came here with the new AU Falcon race car, but they were all swamped by Holden, who turned up with a two-door Commodore. I mean, a lot of people had guesses of what exactly it was, and what they told the organisers were, which is probably a clever idea, was, look, we've got this car coming, and we're not sure if we're going to be able to complete it, so we can't tell you what it is. So the organisers say, well, that's, that's fair enough, you know, we, we can't go and publicise a car if it doesn't arrive here, so, you know, if Holden can't get it here in time, but in reality, Holden was being very clever, and they just didn't want to let anybody know what they had. Now, um, a lot of people came here knowing they were going to see the new Beetle, we're going to see the TT Audi, we're going to see the AU Falcon race car, they had no idea they were going to see a two-door um, Commodore, and uh, when they pulled, you know, even the way they were extremely clever, they brought the car in at 2.30 in the morning, no one was Next to no one was here. Well, the people who were here were cleaners and didn't really know quite the enormity of the whole thing. So they slipped it in, got it onto the stand. Apparently from back of the trailer to the stand was about five minutes. And even then they said, oh, geez, that was a bit too long. Somebody might have seen it. 
got the cover on it straight away, and they had two armed security guards on that all day up until around 1 o'clock when they actually unveiled the car, which was on the industry day. And the reaction was like something you've never seen before. It was like, my God, look at this sort of thing, you know. Everyone knew what they were going to see, but they didn't know they were going to see that, and Holden just absolutely stole the thunder. And the promoters just could not have asked for a better way to take over this event with something like that happening. Exactly. I mean, um, <laughs> we're going to stand on our own two feet at the end of the show and say, because we are the PR company for the show, and say, yeah, well, you know, it was all our doing, but no, thank you, Holden. And a lot of other manufacturers are thinking Holden as well, because, you know, it's a show which has got just about every manufacturer here, and sure, they might be coming in to see the two-door, but they're not just going to look at the two-door Holden. They're going to look at absolutely every car here, or as good as every car here. Um, and, 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 you know, that's good for everyone in the, at the end. So um, it's a promoter's um, dream. And the papers and the radio the next day, the TV news. I mean, if you didn't know you were, the Sydney Motor Show was on in Sydney, as well as probably the rest of Australia, there was something wrong with it. A lot of prototype cars have been brought out for it, and I'm pretty sure that Toyota put one amongst them. Yes, they did. They've brought out the Prius. Now, the Prius is more than a prototype. It's actually a car that's on sale in Japan. And the Prius is a hybrid car, and it runs both on electricity and petrol. And uh, basically, it, 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 we're lending to the way of perpetual motion. And what I mean by that is the uh, car basically runs off both the petrol and electric motor, but the wheels turning generate electricity. So it's powering the... Uh, the um, the battery cell. So as long as that's powered, it will use the battery cell. When the power drops down in that, the electric, uh, the petrol motor, excuse me, kicks in and both runs the car and charges the, the cell. So in the future, I mean, this car, you could drive from Canberra to Sydney on around five litres of fuel. That, that's how it works. All right, then the motor show is running till next Sunday? Yeah, every day is going to be a theme day, and a Thursday night's four-by-four night where you get to meet the, the likes of uh, Les Sivia. And uh, just to roll it off on Friday, what, what else could you do except bring out Peter Brock? So <laughs> it's uh, motorsport, motorsport. And, you know, they've done these things because in the evenings the motor show runs from 10 o'clock to 10 o'clock um, each day. So, like, encouraging people to come out after work, not hold it off to the weekend, come out after work and meet some of these great um, motorsport stars and get to see their cars. You know, they're all on display. What's the cost? And uh, the hours of opening are 10 till 10. Uh, that's right, except on Sunday, it'll close at 7 o'clock. So uh, get down here early, and um, if it's been like any of these other days, people line up. The cost to get in is $11 for adults, $6 for kids. As they say, it's cheaper than going to the flicks. Parramatta City Raceway continued on its season uh, last night. Ray Dorga joins us now on the line, and a very interesting night it was had. Yeah, Craig, um, an excellent result for Robbie Farr. Uh, he was able to avenge second place on our opening night with the Sprint Car Stampede and uh, claimed the win in the Valvoline Lord Mayor's Cup for Sprint Cars, although he only did it by the narrowest of margins from a very fast finishing Max Dumsney. So uh, third place was Kerry Madsen, who was pretty disappointed with uh, his performance, even though most of us would have thought, hey, he'd have to be thrilled with third after destroying the car a fortnight ago. He said to me, as you go out of the car, don't come here to run third. So <laughs> his standards are obviously different to everybody else's, but he's an intense character the one who loves to win races. Now, Todd Wanless has got himself a busy program. He's got the uh, NASCAR, he's got the V8 Supercar Drive. He's also running a few meetings up there at Exhibition Park and has got a limited schedule down with you at Parramatta. Yeah, it's good. He was there again uh, the other night. Unfortunately, uh, he had some dramas with the, uh, the EWT machine, but you know he, he's a very talented racer, is, uh, is Todd Wanless. 
anywhere he shows up, he's a legitimate chance uh, for victory. So it's good to see him, you know, juggling his commitment between sort of a couple of different lovers. Because a couple of years ago, he declared that he was retiring from the sport, which sort of intrigued everybody. And then uh, to see him come back is surprising, but certainly a welcome surprise in terms of the depth of competition at PCR. And of course, Parramatta next Saturday night uh, back with the speedcast. Yes, that's something we're looking forward to because last night at Newcastle was quite a bit of mayhem. Uh, I understand almost six, uh, I think it was six cars rolled over, including Adam Clark and Stephen Graham. Uh, Les Porter destroyed his car, plus he had Dave Lambert go upside down. So, kind of a night of Troy Jenkins, I believe, had a big crash as well. So, somewhat of an upset last night. Darren Jenkins, remarkably enough, in his first uh, night back, running with a brand new team with a Bruce Lear outfit this year. Um, so, the new self. Obviously went pretty well because he sold his car to uh, an ex Harley Davidson drag bike rider in the name of Chris Gallagher, and um, it's nice. DJ DJ did exactly the same thing last year. He won the first main event of the season. Well, thanks for being with us once again on Inside Motorsport. I hope you join us next time round. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media in the studios of Triple SFM Canberra via Comrade Sat with the support of the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia.